If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. going on you're listening to episode 209 of the nintendo Powercast. i'm your host and 64 josh player two tonight nightcrawler once again what's up buddy hey how's it going it is going well it's going well guys that music you just heard is from on being human you can check them out on spotify and youtube this is an unofficial nintendo podcast and if you'd like to get yourself a free book from audible go to audibletrial.com slash npc and pick up something awesome like blood sweat and pixels or ready player one or console wars or super mario how nintendo conquered america all great listens. The chair I'm sitting is from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC. You automatically save $10 at checkout. If you are a smaller human being, the Master Series, which is made for, for smaller human beings, is $40 off right now, plus the $10 stacks. So you're saving a total of $50. And you got free shipping. Don't miss out on this. N64josh.com slash OPC. Lastly, my book, Another Castle, is available as paperback and on Kindle. And if you just sign up for the free month of Kindle, right? Kindle Unlimited or whatever, the trial, you can read the book for free if you'd like. That's n64josh.com slash another castle. With that, we're going to jump to the announcements. Hey, listen. All right. Well, guys, I've had a lot of people ask how they could help with E3, and I'm not one just for taking handouts. So if you would like to get yourself a t-shirt to help with uh, with E3, you can go to n64josh.com slash store, and if you use coupon code E3 2019, you'll save 10% on your purchase. So thank you to everybody that has been purchasing. I just, I greatly, greatly appreciate the support. You guys are the best. Um, I'm still working on the Mario project, which involves you guys. If you've got stories that you'd like to share and see in print, I want to take all these stories, put them together, and put them uh, in a book that will be available to purchase on Amazon and uh, as a paperback and as Kindle. Okay. If you go to n64josh.com slash the Mario project, you'll see all the details. And what I need you to do is to write your story in Google doc and then send me the link. That would be great. All right. So that, that is the Mario project. If you want to see when I'm streaming, when I'm going live, n64josh.com slash calendar has all of your uh, has all of your info there. I want to invite you to the Facebook group n64josh.com slash Facebook group. We've got a lot of good people there. You can come hang out and talk video games. And then we have our discord n64josh.com slash discord, which is also a good time talking games, playing games, all that stuff. It's uh, it's good guys. I have one more announcement for you. There's a new podcast starting super Mario maker podcast. Coming very soon, possibly launching this weekend. Just got to see, just got to see. So it'll be, it'll be a little different than, uh, um, than any other, any other podcast I've done. So, um, it, it is currently 
uh, on Podbean, but there is no no episodes yet. So so coming very soon. That is a Super Mario Maker podcast. All right. Uh, with that, we're gonna we're gonna just jump right on down to the news because I feel like we kind of talked about a lot of our indies and impressions <laughs> and stuff. So uh, so here we go. Let's get to the news. Okay. So. Crawler opened up the notes today, sees the first thing here. It says Dragon's Lair Trilogy pre-orders are available this Friday, May 24th from Limited Run Games. I have a link to Nintendo Life. If you want to see, there's an $80, $79.99 version that has like a, you can fold up a little arcade machine. There's uh, like an oh, enamel. Kind of like, like that Doki or. No, it's it's much smaller. This is more just like a little decoration, not like an uh, actual okay. arcade machine that you can put your switch in like on that one. Yeah, that's I have that here. I just never opened it. Probably won't. Um, But yeah, so here's what's funny. Dragon's Lair trilogy. Is is digital right on the switch right now? You can Mm -hmm. you can get it. These are like 20, 25 bucks, something like that. Yeah, these are uh, uh, Don Bluth, I believe, is the animator that's involved with this. If you're familiar with like the land before time or, you know, kind of some classic 80s, 90s. yeah, so 80, 83 is when uh, Dragon's Lair 1 came out. And so this was in the arcade, and this is like a, you kind of just play the, uh, you just have to react at the right time during the cutscene to make sure you it's don't a mo- It's a movie that you react to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it was, uh, so what What really got me interested in this game originally was, uh what was the last last year stranger things season two came out because oh, dragon's nice. lair was featured in it so i the ign and some other places like did more features on the actual game and it was it was on laser disc and it was like it, yes. it was like 75 cents or something like that to play in 83 yeah. it was expensive mm-hmm. it, and it was so so don bluth was was from uh, he had worked i think previously on disney movies and left and then didn't he end up making like the brave little toaster and some other movies as well. I, I don't even know what that is. I, I just know the land before time. Brave, okay. No. And I maybe <laughs> I think Fifel or American tale. It yeah. seems like that might've been in the but, same, but yeah, this game like looks like a Disney movie. It's got a, I mean, a, a knight trying to rescue the princess kind of thing, but yeah, it's, it's all like the worst part of Bayonetta, like the quick time reaction stuff. Like that's the whole <laughs> game, but it's, it's something that you almost have to just, eventually memorize the game and that's how you that's how you win it was definitely a quarter eater back in the day <laughs> i remember i would feed it quarters and be like i have no clue what i'm doing i was this little kid like i'm like this is an amazing cartoon and i would like <laughs> the dragon would like melt me and i'm like what like what how do i fight what is wrong with this thing but uh so okay here's what i don't quite understand when when this when this game was first in the like coming soon on Nintendo's website mm-hmm. shows a physical copy of it. So did Nintendo technically leak that limited run games was going to be putting like because mm-hmm. I would see the box. They've done this with a number of titles where they show the actual box of the game versus just the little square that they typically show. Like it looks like a little like kind of like the menu, you know, like the menu uh, photo or whatever. And this was one that I was like, Oh, I can get this physical. 
But then every time I'd go to Amazon, Best Buy, nothing. It was, there was nothing. And then here it it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm reading their article right now. Yeah, they talked about how Limited Run, it was revealed even that Limited Run would be handling the hard copy and publishing rights. So I'm sure... I'm sure like limited run must go to E3 and negotiate their deals kind of like the big box stores do when they decide to purchase stuff or, or, or distributors and all that kind of stuff on who's going to publish a game or something like that. And so limited run might have these things locked up well before we even know that they would. So maybe, maybe that is something because it is kind of rare for Nintendo to put stuff up on their site. That's not their stuff or, especially if they're selling it digitally on the eShop, they wouldn't put up a, a box art. That's yeah. That's even, even if it is the same as the, as the tile or something like that. Yeah. That's what it kind of threw me for a loop when it happened. So I was like, hmm, this is interesting. So I was needless to say, I was glad to see this. This is probably going to be another limited run that I pick up. I've kind of slowed down a lot on those. Um, I know if you guys, if you picked up Celeste and you're wondering what happened, I think we may have mentioned it on here, but they're trying to get all the DLC done so that everything's on the, the cart before that ships. So if you're wondering why is Celeste taking so long, that's why. That's well, so- and that might just be, it might just be in certification right now. Cause I know he was trying to get it. Matt was trying to get it done. I thought by like the end of February or March. So we're, we're well past that now. Yeah. But. It's I'm trying to remember. I saw a tweet from limited run. Uh, it was showing, I can't remember the game that they, that they, that they showed. I was, I was, uh, it was while I was on vacation and the first, the first reply was where Celeste and they immediately replied with it's on its way. They're just finishing up the DLC. We're trying to get everything on the cart. And that was last week. So it, it's, it's still, it's still got a little ways to go apparently. So, but it'll be here eventually be here eventually. If you haven't played Celeste yet, I've, I'm sorry that you haven't uh, that, you have, that you're having to wait, honestly, but uh, it will be worth the wait. I promise you that uh, so this is uh, this was kind of weird. This I saw this article. I'm like, do I put this in the show notes or not? But I thought we can kind of maybe dissect it a little bit. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield will be featured in the next issue of uh, Koro Koru. It, it's like a it's like a, a magazine and a, and slash comic like they there. It's a comic. And then there's a the the. They, I think they refer to it as the sister magazine or whatever like that. And uh, the, there's going to have, there's going to be details on June 21st. Well, that's a week after E3. So Ten days, yeah. are, are we going to be looking at new info or are we going to be looking at rehashed info? I, I think was, it's going to be rehashed. I think it's probably going to be the, the, the same build at E3 that they've probably seen. Well, in this, so I was, you know, I got the Nintendo life article. If you guys want to check it out for yourself. But uh, one of the questions they asked in the article is like, is it going to be, is there's a chance that sword and shield won't even be at E3. And I'm like, I can't even imagine that being the, that being the case, you know? And, and I mean, look, they, they mentioned sword and shield, like what, two years ago or something. Do you, do you think it's going to be playable at E3? I mean, I, I I wouldn't doubt that it's not playable at E3. I mean, I think that it could be. They like to do Pokemon stuff by themselves. It may not be playable, but I can. I would. I would be 
it'll be mentioned in the in the main Nintendo. It'll be mentioned, yeah, for sure. We'll we'll because we do we have we don't have a date, right? I don't think we do. I think we'll get a date. I but I think a lot of the details and like we'll see a small bit of gameplay, some more because I I think. Was it last week or two weeks ago? I think I saw like a trailer that had, I think, newer footage come out. It was very short. I don't remember where I saw it, but um, it had trainers running around in the open world. I don't, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was re- rehashed stuff from from the original five minute announcement or whatever that they had mm. or if it was newer stuff. But I think we'll see. Maybe some actual like I don't think we've seen any battle sequences yet. So maybe we'll see some of that at E3, but very little. And then I think we'll get a main Pokemon Direct probably two or three weeks after E3. Yeah, that that could definitely be the case. You know, it, it it's it's so strange. Some of the stuff they do with with Pokemon and, and like, you know, like we had that one direct where it was like, oh, and here's two free games that are available for you to play or whatever, like the, that quest and whatever. Yeah, quest. And well, and there's, there's also this this Pokemon game that's out only it's being tested in, in Australia right now. Uh, I forget what it's called, but they talked about it last week on. On IGN's Nintendo show, I forget what it's called, but they have they have like a, a region phone in the IGN office that they were playing it. But uh, it's it's a new it's not quite like like a let's go, or a Pokemon Go, but it's it's some kind of Pokemon battle adventure game. I don't know. It's very mobily, I think. But uh, but yeah, they have that. So I mean, and the, that is kind of just an early. I don't know if it's early access or if it's just a beta right now. What they're doing there, but they they like to test. They like to test those because uh, I think Dragalia Lost, I think, had a had a limited release early release in Australia as well. They like to test in those smaller markets. Yeah. So it's a Pokemon rumble rush. Yeah, I believe so. And uh, there is a review up for it on, on Nintendo life's website. I happened to just see it uh, briefly. Um, they gave it a six out of 10. So hmm. they said well, it's pretty I mean, much for the hard standard mobile. <laughs> they said it's pretty much for the hardcore, uh, you know, it says uh, Pokemon Rumble Rush, a simple free to play outing that only hardcore fan, only hardcore fans will love. So, hmm. you know, I don't know. Maybe it's, a, you know, just laying the groundwork and then it can be something else. But, uh, but. well, so like, where do you stand right now on, on Sword and Shield? Because I, I have. I, I know a lot of people like to see exclusive Pokemon that are to each title. And and the different kind of nuances that each of the games have they haven't probably moved a lot of software and pre-sales yet i haven't done anything with it like we're almost for sure going to see something kind of special with with best buy or 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 gamestop or amazon who knows what kind of special editions they might have come out but also like fans of the series usually like to pick one and know what they're getting special in that edition. Where do you stand with that? <laughs> <laughs> so real talk here. Uh, I didn't even know. I think I've mentioned it here before. Possibly. I didn't even know that uh, Firecat, AKA Litten was Incineroar. <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> yeah. 
I figured that out once I just looked at it. But. I, I didn't even because like I played so little of what was it? Was that was that X that that you started with? Uh, uh, no, that was Sun and Moon. OK, so, yeah, I was like I played so little of Moon that I never evolved even once. And so I remember that day I like had the revelation. I was like, wait, that's a fire cat and I have a fire cat. Oh, you know, so like. I don't I don't know. I don't even know that I like. I, I don't know that I, that I care all that much to like see for me personally, because I'm like, I'm just not that invested. Yeah, right. I, I think it's kind of crazy. I, I bought both copies of Let's Go only because I went back to Best Buy and bought bought Evie after they announced the Steelbook. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we don't get delayed special stuff. I might I might get one copy and wait and see if they do something stupid like that again. <laughs> but I, like one reason, and we talked about this. Uh, I think I talked about it on uh, episode two hundred seven with uh, Nintendo Guru. Is I wouldn't at, at this point in the in the game, I don't see any reason to really pre order anything, right? And be be because like the you know those those steelbook deals that happen you know after the fact. But the the main thing is there's if there's not switches and then of course switch minis, if that's actually a thing coming out with, uh, with sword and shield, I'll be very surprised. Right. This is, this is, this is the game along with animal crossing that your hardcore 3ds, 2ds fans are going to be making the transition for. Right. Mm-hmm. Some already. Well, yeah, made and, it, it. And, it's, and it's the perfect amount of time too. it's we're we're two and a half years into the life cycle. The software like this is. It's a little more accelerated than like when when Xbox and PlayStation did. Well, no. When did they when did they come out with the S with Xbox? How how late in the life? Was that two or three years? I, I don't remember the exact. But I mean, we're, we're about at that that sweet spot where technology has advanced enough that the the base like properties of of the switch hardware have gone significantly down in price that they can and it's also gotten smaller look we're we're about to get a one terabyte sd card coming out here in the next little bit it's going to be only five hundred dollars four hundred fifty dollars <laughs> but but yeah you can buy it you're better off buying two 400 gig sd cards for 60 bucks each or whatever right <laughs> but all that technology advances at a pace that they because because the switch the switch was developed four years ago, like they had they had the baseline down of what the the hardware in the switch was going to be that long ago because then they had to go through prototype builds and manufacturing and distributing and all that kind of stuff. So they've had that that hardware set for a while. So it's been able to to shrink and they can we're, we're in that sweet spot where where they've saturated the market to a good point like there's more switches now in the wild than than playstation 4s in japan and they're they're ready to to make people buy buy a new new hardware or, or get those people that are late adopters that are sticking with with playstation or xbox and and bring them into the fold even if there's no other new system coming out let's go had a special edition switch i guarantee you the you know mainline rpg series is going to have well they don't even need to do special joy cons they're red and blue (laughs) yeah right (laughs) 
<laughs> How depressing is that? You aren't going to get special Joy-Cons. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So that that's that's where I'm at with like pre-ordering stuff. It's like, I just got to wait, you know, and what, and the thing is, is like, I don't feel like they let us know about this stuff until just like maybe a month out because they're going to, that hinders sales, right? Because people that are like, oh, I need to get my switch. This game's coming out, whatever. If they, if they wait to announce that stuff or they announce it too early, then you're going to have, you're going to have people just waiting, which I mean, cool. That's, that's better for the consumer, right? Because there's nothing worse than like you go and buy, you go and buy something, but like typically they're not going to be like, Oh, Hey, six months guys, E3. Hey, check it out. You can get the special edition, you know, look at when you want to, you want to announce a, a a console three weeks out or something like that. Like you you don't want to cannibalize your own hardware sales, but what they did this last year, the smash one came out like Early. a month after the direct, you had the download code, you know, yeah. and you can see Nintendo's push with these vouchers. They're pushing digital. Well, cause they, like, they make more money that way. Absolutely. absolutely. They, don't have to pay the, they don't have to pay the distributor fee. And you know, everybody always says, so why isn't my digital games cheaper? It's because of retail. Well, they're, they're looking at creative ways to not, not anger retail. Yeah. I, th- and- I think, I think I heard somebody talking about that. Like Nintendo has like a non-compete clause with their distributors that they can't undercut them to make it. It's probably good, just good business, but it might also be written into a contract with them that they like, that's how, that's how Best Buy and, and, and GameStop, they all, stay relevant is they can offer it. They're slowly evaporating. Like GameStop's getting rid of something. I just saw on Twitter, like use games, some kind of stuff with their, their premier members or something like that. And then like my, my best buy elite status is, is, or gamer club is going away in December this year. But like those incentives keep people from, keep people from buy that. I don't, I, I like to see the boxes on my shelf, but also like that keeps me getting the game a little bit cheaper by doing that as well. Yeah, you're saving with that gamer club unlocked, or when Amazon was doing it, you were saving twenty percent. You know, it's like yep. thirteen bucks off of a off of a new game, right? Yeah. Why would I buy digital at that point? It's it's thirteen dollars. I mean, and at this point, if you don't have any of that, wait a week, and the game will drop ten. Like I I got when I got Mortal Kombat Eleven, uh, Best Buy just dropped it ten bucks. They dropped it down to the to fifty, and with Gamer Club, I got an additional ten bucks. So I got that game for forty. Mm-hmm. And I just waited a week and that's all it was. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I just say like, just, just, just pump the brakes on, on pre-ordering stuff just in case there's, you know, cause if you do want a console or something like that. And a lot of times if you're pre-ordering a, a physical thing, you can, you can cancel switch that kind of stuff. But if mm-hmm. you're pre-ordering the digital stuff, I think you're kind of, yeah, don't do it on the eShop that way. Don't, don't do it. I think, I think that, you're locked. That's in. not going in. The whole point of pre-sale is like, I've only had one game physically hard to find, and that was Payday. I think that's it, like physically. But eShop, those games aren't going anywhere. You don't need to, like, the only incentive is is to pre-download. So wait until the, Monday, the, the Thursday before the game comes out, pre-purchase it, download it then, so it's ready to go for the next day, and you don't have to wait for it then. But you don't, there's no reason to, to do an eShop pre-purchase or anything like that. Unless you just want to see that 
menu that icon, that and, icon te- and sure. have it te- but then it's then it's taunting you right just teasing you the whole time <laughs> i and, did that with cuphead and then it was just there and i had to, i had to go put nine different games in front of it so i didn't see it <laughs> yeah and then you switch sd cards and then you forget to re-download it and then when the game launches the day you know the day it's supposed to be playable like smash then you have to download the whole thing again so uh you know don't do that <laughs> Don't definitely don't do that. Uh, do play the Mario Kart Tour test beta. If you signed up, you should have an email. If you haven't seen it, check your spam folder. I believe they had to go to your Gmail account. So I know Gmail has a few different filters like so just make sure that you're 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 getting it. But a lot of people have it and you're yeah, going to be able to I don't to know play. if it was just first wave or not, but. It sounds like they're getting people because it starts on Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so curious about how this game is going to play. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic, but also nervous. I, I know Nintendo's talked about their philosophy of playing mobile games with one hand, but come on, it's Mario Kart. Like give us, even if it's lame touch controls, give us lame touch controls. So I'd be all right with accelerometer controls as well. Like motion controls a little bit. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't like putting my fingers on my play space. Like, I don't like my fingers in, interfering with what I see. So, if I can do more in the bottom, just corners, and or and then include some some because the accelerometers in phones are awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, better better than almost better than the controller sometimes. So I, I'd be interested to see how they do it. And it's, it sounds like it's going to be a little bit more casual experience than, than eight deluxe or anything like that. And the, I, I believe guys, make sure you read the emails you get, because I'm pretty sure it says you cannot post screenshots or videos. Like you can't yeah, be uploading be these to your, your YouTube or anything. Like that. I think you're, I think you're actually bound by like a, uh, um, non-disclosure yeah like a non-disclosure so like just make sure you're you're paying attention to that like you know you you probably already checked a box that agreed to the nda that you didn't read so (laughs) (laughs) it's fairly likely you you already saw like uh the episode of uh south park (laughs) you already signed your life away so be careful read 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 what you need to there might be somebody's probably got a feature up on a youtube page or uh or a news article somewhere that says what you can and can't do. So maybe, maybe search it out or just go back and read your emails carefully. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. You don't want to get, you don't want to get, lose the ability to play the game or whatever they end up doing. You know, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't think they would come after you individually, but they might revoke it. Yeah. So just, just beware. Uh, PDP is releasing a wired controller with integrated voice chat and audio jack. I'm not going to lie. When I first saw this tweet go out, Nintendo of America retweeted it. I thought it was a wireless controller. Like I did, I was at work and I just, I, I, I saw the picture and I was like, Oh, and then when I looked closer, I saw that and it said wired. And I was like, Oh man, that is such, cause that's somebody was like, Oh, it's wired. They're getting closer, you know? <laughs> so if you play like crawler and I do where you play at a, you play at a desk, you know, you're close to your system. Having, I mean, I play with a GameCube controller a lot of the time, so I'm used to having a wired controller. I play with my Pro controller, like plugged in sometimes, plugged in. so it's not that big a deal to me. Uh, but I'm also able to use Discord right here at my desk, so I really don't need the Switch uh, chat. Plus, people like to just uh, spoil Endgame while you're 
<laughs> well, your invoice check. Day of. Day of. It was day one. Day one. Poor crawler. So anyway, if that's something that's uh, that you're you're interested in, though, you can. Uh, I think PDP, they got, you know, their Twitter, that kind of stuff. You can you can check it out and see if uh, see if it's for you. Uh, Katana Zero will be receiving a significant update at the end of the month. You're going to get a hard mode, new enemies, plus remix levels and bosses, speed run mode, uh, cutscene skips and stable enemy behavior, uh, fixed optional stealth level. And the most important thing is you're going to be able to pet the cat after the update. <laughs> okay. That's some people news. like to pet the pet dogs, pet cats. There's, there's want to have those updates. Exactly. Exactly. So that'd be good. Uh, you also mentioned, I don't have it in the notes here, but to, uh, I think I mentioned it a few episodes back. Dead cells getting a pretty big update here in the next couple days. Uh, it's on the 23rd, I believe. So I think that's Thursday. That's usually when Indies. Gotcha. They're big. Releases, so yeah, gotcha. There that'll, go. that'll be just something. Keep keep it if you wanted to just do it. Keep uh, dead cells in your top ten tiles. I think those auto update. Otherwise, you can just go force it to update after Thursday. Go check on it. I don't have it in front of me. I saw a tweet earlier. I could probably dig it up real quick. The uh, Nintendo is actually going to have maintenance going on tomorrow from like five to seven p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I believe I, w- I will try to find the exact time here while I'm looking that up though. THQ Nordic. Uh, this is, this is from my Nintendo news. They right now is kind of like your pre E three stuff. You know, if uh press is receiving emails with uh, games that are coming out and even the emails like this is confidential. You can't, you can't repeat this. So I'm actually getting pretty, uh, uh, pretty excited based on some of the games that I've, that I already know about that are going to be at E3. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is, this is cool. Uh, they don't even say what these are. They just say, Hey, one is, uh, they're both fan favorites. One they say is like galactically, uh, loved or something along those lines. So, you know, you got people, you got people wondering, like, is it destroy all humans? Is it red faction? Like what, you know, what, what series is this? And then the other one just says it's a, uh, kind of a, a, a reinvention of a new, of, of a new, uh, of an old series or something like that. Look, the only thing I care about from THQ Nordic right now, and I'm sure there's a lot of great games, just give me time splitters. That's all I want. I just well, and wasn't that rumored like last year? Wasn't so that in one of the leaks somewhere? Th- it wasn't rumored. Oh, what oh, they happened, bought they bought they the rights acquired to it, right? the rights. That's right. Two time splitters, and so I'm like, so you think that? Do you think that maybe could be the remaster, or do you think that's because the article says one's you just went over that one's a new game in a in an old franchise, and one is a remat remake, right? Which one do you hope is time splitters? Personally, I would love to see the trilogy on one cart and then a new, a new title. Kind of like, kind of like what we're hoping happens with Metroid, right? That could fit into both of those. (laughs) I mean, that could be, it could all just be time splitters. That's true. It could be. That's true. I I pulled, I put, cause I pulled up their Wikipedia just to see, I mean, they have Alan Wake. They have, I don't know what else they've acquired. Um, 
but then they have uh i think there's more like pc games and stuff but like mx versus atv well that that darksiders i believe series is it- uh yeah darksiders is them so the spell force series which is like a i don't know is that a is that a moba i don't even know which um, say the name of it again spell force i'm not familiar not and they're not and the only looks- company too to to have uh that is that's teasing two unannounced games. Uh Ubisoft has three triple A unannounced games um releasing before. Yeah, because they said they're April gonna have four come out by so. by financial year end of the financial year, right? Which that's April twenty twenty, yeah. 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 So I, I'm having a hard time finding I assumed I'd be able to find pretty easily these, the maintenance, but it's not. Did they, did they tweet it out? Uh, I saw it from somebody else. Um, uh, so anyway, I, I believe the time was 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So just keep that in mind if you're wondering like why you can't connect to stuff. There is maintenance scheduled for tomorrow. So, uh, Oh, this is... Hold on. On... On the wiki, this is Wikipedia, obviously, but it's listed July second, two thousand nineteen. Red Factioned Guerrilla Remastered Edition. They butchered that name of their remaster. <laughs> is is listed for Switch on Wikipedia? Correct. Yeah, that that I believe has that been announced already. That was announced. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So again, another great. Like, th- those were great games back in the day. I don't know how they all. I'm not sure how they all how well they all aged. I don't remember the last one I played. It might have been that one. I don't I don't recall. But I know it was a big deal back on the PlayStation 2, especially because it had destructible environments. And I remember playing multiplayer uh, with my uncle and we would just shoot rockets at each other. We both had bases and we were just leveling each other's bases. They were just they were just <laughs> crumbling. So it was, it was actually pretty fun. So uh, so who knows? But uh, OK, lastly here, Hellgate. Doom Eternal concept art was shown on Twitter. Do you see this picture? I think I did. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All it I want to really do good. is jump back into doom. Like I need to beat it. Like I have it and I've been enjoying it. It's I need, but I need like, again, just the list, the backlog is massive and I just need to, if you carve out time for a game and you tell yourself you're going to do it, you'll do it. But I just need to be disciplined about it and sit down and do it. Like, cause you did it in like a week, right? On those early morning streams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I did it. I and I, I did play it on the hardest setting just because I like I just love that 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 challenge. You no, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy the I enjoy the challenge, but uh, um, and I just love that fast paced shooters. Like that's always been that's always kind of been my thing. So, but just seeing this picture, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to jump back into this game. Uh, I I can't wait to see what they what they come up with. I hope it runs as good as the. Uh, the current one does on the switch and what they should do on those games. I'm kind of surprised like doom 16 didn't include it, but like put an Easter egg in at like the end of the game or something like that to unlock kind of like what, what uh Celeste had you unlock that eight bit game. Right, right, or, right. Put in, put in like the file size for doom can't be larger than 200 megs. Like it's not a big game, like especially on current hardware. 
So like just put the original back in. That that would be so such a like fun fan service thing to put in if they if they did that. Well, and they do have those hidden rooms that take you back to the original graphics that you can if you there's a lever in each stage that if you pull it, you'll unlock a door somewhere that you can then go in and and you fight some of the monsters, but you still look like you do in in game as the Doom Slayer. You're so. in eight bit world. But you're in eight bit world against some eight bit enemies. So it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. I just the the upgrades to your armor, that big blade that comes out, that kind of stuff. Like there's just there's so many things that I'm I'm really looking forward to. And I mean uh, that watching that game play on a PC was one of the first times that I was like, man, I wish. I wish, uh, you know, I may have to, I may have to invest in a PC, but it, that game looked crazy, you know, like at that, the, the crazy high frame rate and everything like it, it, it looked good. It looked really good. So, uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that I think it's going to do it. We're just, we, we, we got the news out of the way and we're, we're going to wrap this thing up. So crawler, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can find me hanging out in the N64 Josh Discord. Uh, N64josh.com slash Discord will get you the invite. Uh, come come play Mario Kart with us because it was it was kind of lonely on Saturday. I know there was a Splatfest going on. The Splatfest, let's... Do we want to talk real quick? talk about it. You got it time. Was, uh, it was a team tele- teleportation one, uh, 3-0. It was... Uh, I think the vote was pretty significant and... Uh, the the games were very close. I think it was like forty nine point eight to to fifty point two. Like it was wow. very close. Um, wow. But yeah, this was one I actually I jumped in on Friday night and played a little bit, and I I reached king status I think on Saturday morning before we it was either before or after we raced. But uh, but yeah, come come play come play. Moral of the story is Splatoon is fun. But come play Mario Kart with us. Yeah, play the tournament. Yeah, eleven <laughs> eleven a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturdays. So yep. you can actually play uh, it anytime if you get people together. Like if you get in the Discord and be like, "Hey, I can't. I got to play on Fridays." Just get a handful of people and you can uh, you can you can compete that way. So that's yep. the nice thing about those tournaments is it's all week long. Just yeah, you just gotta have somebody to play with, and the more the merrier because you get more points if you win if you have more people in the lobby. Correct. Uh, and then you guys can also follow me on uh, Twitter, Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawlers without the E. And then uh, also on Twitch, uh, streaming, same thing, Nightcrawler724, Nightcrawler without the E. There you go, guys. You can be able to follow me everywhere at N64Josh, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. You want to follow this show, it's at NPowerCast. The show notes for this episode are available at n64josh.com slash npc209 if you want to email the show it's npc at n64josh.com remember if you'd like to get yourself a free book from audible go to audibletrial.com slash npc the chair i'm sitting in is from opc if you go to n64josh.com slash opc you automatically save ten dollars at checkout if you would like to help support the content that i create you can go to patreon.com slash n64josh and we are selling t-shirts right now you go to n64josh.com slash store you can save 10% by using coupon code e3 2019 and that is gonna pretty much wrap it up so some of you guys may listen to the smash bros cast some of you may not but we recorded our last episode uh today and like i said i am starting a super mario maker podcast that is going to be uh tips for like creating levels 
for, for playing through some of the harder levels. It's going to feature um, you guys and the levels you've created. I'll probably feature you a level on my YouTube and then talk about it on the show. Things like that. So it'll be exciting. Be exciting. That's coming soon. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Bye now.